0: Postcards. Whatever happened to postcards? My childhood friend Clipper and his wife Ellie are leaving next week for what appears to be a wonderful boat cruise down the Danube River in Europe, starting in Germany and ending in Vienna, Austria. When learning about this trip, I instinctively said to Clipper, send me some postcards. Then I realized that I have not received a postcard in years. Nor have I sent one. Holy cow, whatever happened to postcards? A relic, a thing of the past. Yes, they do sell them in some convenience stores, but who buys them? I get it. Why send a postcard when you have so many other options? A postcard takes some effort. You have to find the postcard to purchase. You have to put pen to paper and write out your comments. And there's an art to postcard writing. You have to know the snail mail address of the person you're sending it to. You have to write that down on the postcard. Then you have to find the right postage to place on the postcard, which can be a challenge depending upon the country you're traveling in. You have to purchase the postage and affix it to the card. And finally, you have to find a post office or somewhere else to send the postcard. A lot of effort. Now, compare that to taking a picture on your phone and forwarding that via email or text messaging to the email or text number that you already have in your phone. So easy. So easy. Or just post a picture on your favorite social media platform. Nevertheless, I have to say that I miss postcards for several reasons. First, I just like getting something in my mailbox. Anything will do. It just feels good to open the mailbox and have something in it. Second, when I get a postcard, I know that someone has taken the time and effort that I talked about earlier to send it to me. It's something that I know took some effort and it created a personal connection for me. Third, I'm dyslexic and a postcard has a real advantage for me. Its size dictates that the writing has to be very short and sweet. Fourth, I love pictures, especially ones with lots of color. Postcards fill that bill. And finally, I love the tactile feel of a postcard. It's bendable, but sturdy. It has some character to it. You can see that there are a lot of reasons that I am somewhat mourning the lack of postcards today. However, I just realized that there's one more reason why I really miss postcards. I have a postcard collection. How can I add to it if I never get a postcard? Now the truth is that I have not touched my postcard collection for probably some 55 years or so. I haven't even looked at it. In fact, it's in a storage container in a self-storage facility to be cleaned out at some future time. I'm sorry that I cannot access it right now so I could share with you some of my old postcards. Still, I spent some time on creating this postcard collection at an earlier stage of my life. I was somewhat proud of it. The cards in it brought back memories. It had some meaning. It was a way of cataloging different destinations, trips, and eras. It turns out that there's a word for the study and collection of old postcards. It's called deltiology, from the Greek deltion, which means small writing tablet. It also turns out that there's a word for those who are really into the frenzy of collecting postcards. It's called postcarditis. For those of you that are interested, the oldest continuously run postcard club in the United States is the Metropolitan Postcard Club of New York City, founded in 1945. Ironically, the first known picture postcard was sent in 1871 from Vienna where Clipper and Ellie will be alighting at the end of their dramatic Danube boat cruise. Bottom line, I just realized that I missed postcards. Be sure to subscribe to Meandering Musings wherever you get your favorite podcasts. For more about Neil Peterson and to read more Meandering Musings and travel essays, visit meanderingmusings.net. Like the podcast? Please help us grow our listenership. Tell your friends about meandering musings and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts.